With Metro by T-Mobile, your hard-earned money goes further. This tax season, there's zero fees to switch. Enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just 25 bucks a line for four lines. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Now that's the best deal in wireless. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your day. All lines lose promo rate if any deactivates. No fees on select phones. Limit one per line with eligible port. Excludes sales tax. Limited time offer. Additional terms apply. See Metro by T-Mobile.com. What's up, guys? This is Keep It 100 Sports. I'm Jacob Cower. He's William Reed. And we have a special guest on our podcast today, Ellie Williamson. She goes to Harrison and is on the morning show or in sports broadcast at Harrison. Every Wednesday, I go on desk and I kind of give a rundown of all the sports coming up for the next few weeks and the games and just kind of what's going on in the sports aspect of Harrison. Yeah, Ellie's really well versed in the college football recruiting world and we'll have a segment for her later on. But first, here comes the question of the day. Jacob, the Pelicans sent Brandon Ingram to the All-Star game this year. Who is the last Pelican player not named Anthony Davis to become an All-Star? Is it A, Chris Paul, B, DeMarcus Cousins, C, Drew Holiday, or D, Jamal Mashburn? We'll get back to that after the show. But first, All-Star Weekend coming up. The NBA uh, really does All-Star Weekend right. They really do. The NFL should take notes. Absolutely. I mean, they're just fun events that I would I like tuning in to watch all of them. My oh, dad, sure. on the other hand, he's not a big fan. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> what? I thought you didn't like the dunk contest. I love the dunk contest. Never mind. Who doesn't like no. the dunk contest? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> all right. <laughs> this just sounds off. like, you know what, Jacob? I really don't like the slam dunk right. contest. It's too flashy. Yeah, seriously, I hate <laughs> But yeah, they really do it right with the three-point contest. I even like the Rising Stars. I mean, that's probably I do too. that's the lesser. Have of you the, seen the the celebrity? I like the celebrity game too. Oh, I watched that. Kevin for a few Hart, minutes. yeah, awesome. Chances in it. Him and Quavo. In it. Quavo is awesome. Oh, yeah, he won MVP a few years ago, didn't he? So speaking of the three-point contest, who do you think is going to win? I got Trigger Trey Young. Oh, absolutely, Ice Trey. Trigger Trigger is so much better. I hate, I hate Ice Trey, but I mean that's what they call him. <laughs> Dunk contest, I absolutely am going Derek Jones Jr. Just the way he's oh, been throwing it down okay. this year. Well, here's here's my prediction. Aaron Gordon, a few years ago, got absolutely robbed by Zach Levine in the dunk contest. He had a few tins that I've never seen before. It was the best dunk contest I've ever watched. He's going to come back with a vengeance, and I guarantee he's going to show a dunk you've never seen before, and he's going to win the dunk Like dunk. that overtime dunk? Oh, the one today with the where he doesn't even look at the ball? Yeah, that was awesome. That was cool. I want to see that in there. Who do you got winning the whole All-Star um, game? LeBron by 20. Maybe 50. Yeah, I don't know what Giannis was well, doing. Well, is he, I mean, I get... I know he had to pick Middleton. You know, he had to do that. Yeah, Braun picked AD, but, yeah. I mean, don't pick Harden. Pascal Siakam. I, I just don't understand what um, he was thinking. Yeah, Trey Young, so you got your boy. How yeah, I mean, he's good. good How about Trey Young being left off the USA roster, the invite? Did he really? No, wasn't invited. Brandon Ingram got invited. I was told that it was you have to be two years in the league or three years into the league, hmm. which I thought, I was like, if you can play, you before. can play. I yeah, mean, I've never heard that before. That's an interesting rule. With LeBron, I mean, he, of course, led the way. I mean, he's playing, I think. And, you know, if LeBron plays, AD's going to play probably. Yeah, for sure. Curry might get in some action. So All-Star Weekend marks the uh, mid-season point in the NBA, so we're going to give off our mid-season awards and give our finals predictions for later in the year. So, Jacob, who do you have for your MVP? I got to go Damian Lillard. The reason I, I think you can't give it to Dame is because he's not on a championship contender. I don't know, man. He 24.1 points. He's the only person on that team. He's hitting game-winning shots every time you turn around. Like, I love watching him play. 
Dame time. I mean, you saw his game winner last year against the Thunder. That was cold. I love watching Damian Lillard. We've talked about this before when we were talking about the NFL Coach of the Year when you gave it to Tomlin. Oh yeah. And I just said you couldn't give it to him because he didn't make the not. playoffs. This is the same scenario here. Yeah, I see what you're That's that's my take on it. I just I I would love to keep him in the conversation, but if the if the Trailblazers aren't going to compete and be contenders, I can't put him up there. I got Giannis. I see, but I don't think that the league likes giving back-to-back MVPs. I understand what you're, where you're coming from with the they don't like giving back-to-back, but I just think MVP just has to come down with most valuable player, period. I mean, he's averaging 13, 14, and 6. You know, there's not many guys that are doing that. No, and he's playing defense, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. He should have won Defense Player of the Year last year. And his team, playoff team, my pick for the finals, I think it's Lakers versus Bucks, and I got to go Lakers in six because I just don't think there's many teams that can stop LeBron and Anthony Davis. Well, I'll give you a team, the Clippers. The only reason they're below them in the rankings right now is because load management. Yeah, it's true. Why Paul George, Patrick Beverly's really good on defense. It's true. He's underrated, but... I, I still I love Patrick Beverly. I don't think anyone can stop Alex Caruso either. Well, he almost got traded. So how about that? Right, calm down. Back to the awards, Defensive Player of the Year. I'm gonna go Anthony Davis. He's having a pretty good year. I gotta go Hassan Whiteside. I, you know, what? I thought blocks. about Hassan Whiteside. I really did. He's, I mean, he's averaging what? How many blocks a game? Three, I think. Yeah, three, which is unheard of. I mean, um, that's just a league of your own. Fourteen boards a game. Yeah, he's third in rebounds, first in blocks. I mean, he's putting together a pretty good campaign. Oh yeah, for no, for sure. I, th- I definitely think he's a dark horse, but. For me, and for the NBA, really, it usually goes to one of the contenders, you know? That's true. And so that's why I think Anthony Davis will probably get it. He's having a great year defensively, but he's also on a championship-level team. And that's just not where Hassan Whiteside is. Rookie of the year. Who do you got for that? I think this is runaway. I think it's Zion Williams. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's job, but I would love for Zion to make a comeback at this point. I don't know, man. Zion's got what twenty points in five games. No, He's but but for but the midseason, I would I would have to give it to Jaw. Oh, Jaw, absolutely. And I don't think you can give it to Zion just because he didn't no. play the whole season. Well, I think if he comes here and he averages twenty two, twenty three a game, I think he. You'd have an argument. I don't know. Jaw's just playing at yeah. um, not a rookie's level. Like, yeah. this and, if guy, the, and if the Grizzlies can make the playoffs, absolutely. definitely. I just, Jaw, I didn't think he was a rookie when yeah. I first saw him play. He right. Got his first triple-double yeah. uh, the other night, and he's just been playing very well. He's lately. very consistent, too. If you watch him, he doesn't have many you know slumps, and he's very consistently playing at a high level. And he can dunk on everyone. Dunking on everyone. Absolutely. At first, I didn't think he could shoot. That was my main like worry. I was like, okay, it's Merce State, mm-hmm. uh, not great competition. I didn't know how it was going to translate in the league, mm-hmm. but I mean, I guess I was very yeah. wrong. Did you watch his game against Florida State last year? I did. In the Mar- oh, oh my gosh, you see that he dunked on that man's entire bloodline. Did you I see know. that? Kids, kids, kids are going to be talking about that. <laughs> his ancestors are going to feel that shock. Most improved player. Brandon Ingram, no doubt about it. Uh, I agree. You can't I definitely argue. agree. You he's averaging 25. Argue. Ever since you know leaving L.A., he's really flourished as I, the, the main scoring weapon for the Pelicans. He's had to because Drew Holiday's been struggling lately. Lonzo Ball is just not the score that we all thought he was going to be. Yeah, I well, think he's, he's going to get he's better. Just, what Lonzo, with him, he's just a walking. He's going to get you 11 assists. Oh, yeah. You know, he's just going to drop dimes. You see Prolific the other passer. night. Yes. There, <laughs> isn't that an archetype? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> No, you know, he's going to get you 11, 12 assists every game. You know, that's not his bread and butter right now. 
Um, but he's had to flourish because Zion's been out. Drew's been struggling. Derek Favors isn't necessarily, you know, he's going to get you 15 boards, but he's only going to get you eight points. So he's had to average 25 points a game for the Pelicans to stay even, you know, remotely competitive. Yeah. You know, and they're barely in the play. I mean, they're in the hunt right now. I think they're four or five games back. So they're in the hunt. Maybe if Zion can make, we'll see. But I don't know. I wouldn't mind us getting a good lottery pick this year. And lastly, coach of the year. Uh, Nick Nurse. I got to go Coach Bud. He was my second pick. He's got a lot of talent, don't get me wrong, but so did Steve Kerr. He's going to take him to the finals. Yeah. He's got Giannis. He, he's coached Giannis on his three-point shot. How about that? Yeah, no, it's scary. See what he said? He said, uh, Fred Van Fleet, since he had a kid, yeah, his, his shots have been going in. So maybe my shots will go yeah, in. Didn't he name his kid William? I don't know. It's probably after you. Yeah, it was after me. Uh, for me, I got to go Nick Nurse. Yeah. Uh, he's handled the way you know Kawhi left, and that was a team that many saw was... Maybe a playoff team. 15-game winning streak. Yeah, dude. And and they're playing really well. Surge, Pascal Siakam's a, an all-star starter. Who didn't, saw that coming? Didn't know who that guy was. Yeah, dude, Spicy P. And then Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Vliet, as you said earlier. Kyle Lowry is just not talked about enough, in my no, opinion. No, I don't think he—I mean, he's getting older in age, but, I mean, he's still a really good basketball player. Well, we already did your finals pick, and um, I'm going to go Clippers over the Bucks in seven. Okay. I think uh, Clippers' defense serves them well against the Lakers. They beat them in the Western Conference Finals, and they they contained Giannis just enough to win. That's you can't favorite. contain him. You just gotta slow him down. No, you Wait. can't. You can't stop him. You can only oh, hope sorry. to contain. <laughs> How do you feel about these new proposed playoff changes, William? I like it. I like it a lot. I think it's it's good for television ratings because oh, they're absolutely. gonna the broadcast the them picking the teams and could you imagine all the that would the, be cool yeah and, and then you know the um, this allows more games and more and, smack talk right that's more what the elimination MLB, games that's what the MLB needs dude needs more excitement exactly because people are losing interest these younger generations trying to speed not up lo- the game and right. all this stuff but that I think that would get some people to I in. think it'll be fun it gets some more teams involved I always thought I always thought the 10 teams weren't enough. No, I didn't think so either. Um, but 162 games yeah, and 10 exactly. teams. Eh, exactly. Just... So I think 14 is a good number, especially if they can. This week at Macy's, get great deals on fashion and home essentials. Update your wardrobe with 20% off new spring shoes and sneakers and 20 to 50% off fresh looks for him and her. Plus, transform your space with Lux Hotel Collection bedding now 40% off. And Macy's Star Rewards members can earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. And, you know, I saw uh, Bob Costas talking about how he wants them to add a couple more teams to get them to 32 in the next few years, which I think is an interesting proposition. I mean, you'd have to see. I, I don't know. I'm not well-versed enough in that to no, yeah, make a decision. There, you got the teams like Tampa Bay that is uh, considering right. playing in two cities, which I'm not quite sure how that would work. I don't work. like that. Yeah, because you can't really be loyal to like right. one fan base over the other. Like, who did you like mm-hmm. more? Uh, I mean, you can't really say that, so... Like, if you're a one one team, like, for Atlanta, you're like, yeah, the Atlanta fans are awesome. You can't say, oh, the Tampa Bay fans yeah, it's, are better it's, than It's the- just kind of, like, what would what would they be called? I don't even remember what they were going to uh, be called. I don't remember, but it was a bad idea. <laughs> but you've got players that are bashing uh, the commissioner, Trevor Bauer. And he was bashing him for it. He said it was a terrible idea. It was going to ruin the game, which I, I didn't really understand. I don't but- see how you could ruin the game with something like that. Not me either. 
Um, I think it just makes it a lot more fun, a lot more entertaining, a lot more, you know, fan incentive based. I think so too. I mean, you everyone's complaining about no one being there and I think this This could definitely help, especially T V ratings, gives them more latitude with their uh deals with um TNT and ESPN. Yeah, sponsors. This is Keep 100 Sports. I'm Jacob Cower. Uh, Snapchat at Jacob Cower7, Instagram at Jacob Cower, and Twitter at Jacob Cower. Yep, this is William Reed. Snapchat and Instagram, both William Reed, I, I, I. I'm Ellie Mae Williamson, and my Snapchat is Ellie May underscore W. Instagram, Ellie underscore May underscore. We saw the birth of a new professional football league this past week in the XFL. How about that? What'd you think? I liked it a lot. I was watching it. It's very. I, I was very impressed with the quality of the game. So was I. I thought it was kind of going to be like the old one, the AF, and yeah. I was like, this is not going to work. But then I watched it out. Bigger hits than mm-hmm. NFL, more laid-back rules, right. three-point conversion. You see the kickoffs? Kickoffs are new. awesome. I like the new kickoffs. Return, the returns are encouraged. That's right. something that's right. been discouraged and, and the touchback, And the touchbacks discourage. It, you go to the 35 instead of the 20. Exactly. Which, you know, enables teams to, you know, Let's let's see what could happen because if you look at the numbers for NFL teams when it comes to kickoff, 02 percent of kickoffs result in a score. Yeah, exactly. And it, and, and, it, and it takes forever to set up. And I think the XFL has really struck gold with these new rules. I think so. How long before though does the NFL start using these I think rules? It's, I think it's five years at the most. Yeah, I could definitely see them doing that. They're also sponsorships on helmets. Yeah, which that was is, cool. I, I didn't know the NFL I didn't, didn't do I, that. To be honest, I didn't even notice that. I Neither didn't notice until I. I was, I had it was pointed out. Yeah. yeah. Same. It doesn't have as much to lose the NFL, so it's a little bit more risky. You see the interviews on the sideline after <laughs> so after cool. interceptions and missed field goals. You know they are not afraid. Just like you know, you just threw an interception on last play. What were you thinking? So why are you so bad? <laughs> you could ask Aaron Murray that he was struggling. <laughs> hey man, calm down. <laughs> Speaking of Aaron Murray, yeah, he had a rough day. His team gets killed. Yeah, which he's split in time a little bit. Yeah, gets benched. Yeah, looks like the AAF all over again. Yeah. People were. I saw somebody on. I don't remember if it was Twitter, or Instagram. Somebody was talking about how they don't think that it was going to work because it's relatively the same uh, quality of football as the AAF. And to that, the reason the AAF didn't work had nothing to do with the quality of play. The no. reason it didn't work is because it, it didn't have any money. And let me tell you something. The, who's running? The XFL, Vince McMahon, he's, he, got some he, money. he's got a lot of money. Yeah. And he knows how to put on a show, and he's done this before. He knows how not to do it. He's so, learned. Right. Yeah. How about you get a little more money if you put Johnny Manziel in there? Johnny Manziel? I mean, Antonio Brown. it's fun to see all, all the players you see in college and some pros that kind of got washed get back in. You know, you see Sammy Coates, Landry Jones. Your boy from Ole Miss. Jordan Tamu. That's my team, St. Louis Battlehawks. You got a team? Yeah, Dallas Renegades. <laughs> oh, yeah, Bob Stoops, head coach. That's awesome. Lost his first game in 12 years. Yeah, they have great uniforms, too. They probably. are. And they're chugging beer after mm, the game. Yeah, yeah, they were. Nick Fitzgerald was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, was that them? That wasn't them. That was, that was the Battlehawks. It doesn't matter. So Ellie Mae is a freshman at Harrison High School. She's very well-versed in the college football recruiting world, and she's just going to give us a little bit of recruiting wrap-up as the National Signing Day ended last week. There were 711 total seniors that graduated in the class of 2020 from the state of Georgia and are going on to play college football at the next level. You know, I just don't feel that Georgia gets enough respect for uh, producing the type of talent and the type of student-athlete. When it comes to recruitment, it's a tribute to the school systems, you know, coaching staff, and the seven-on-seven market, I mean, in the recruiting groups that are just out there to help expose the best of the best in the state. And, I mean, you just can't say anywhere else in the country that has this type of network. That's awesome. I mean, I definitely did not think that there was that many people coming out of Georgia to play yeah. college no, football. No, but I agree for sure. I mean, you see these the schools that you think of when you come to 
with these recruiting hotbeds. You think Florida, you think Texas, but Georgia really doesn't get enough respect. No, we really don't. No, the 24-7 network as a subscription is the group of guys to cover everything going on in the recruiting wars. I mean, among the big schools, small schools, but mainly the SEC schools. I mean, when you go to watch football games this fall, you'll see these schools who are like winning opposed to the losing teams. And the key for these winning schools, I think, is mainly the recruiting wars that happened this offseason. I mean, that's where we are right now in college football and the off signing, offseason signing days over what schools are like brought in, the right classes, are going to be able to get the job done. Yeah. I think that's going to make a difference this college of, season. Speaking uh, of, we just got a new coach over at Alfreda, uh, Hoover, and he is, I mean, he knows how to win. I oh, mean, yes. Hoover's, what, six times state championship? Five state championship. Champions. Yeah. And speaking of, you said seven on seven. You do some stuff with Corky Kell, right? Uh, yeah, I do Corky Kell. I work for the score Atlanta. I'm their social media person. So I'm on the sidelines doing little sideline reportings, um, kind of getting Rusty Manziel, another big like recruiting person, kind of getting his intake on like what high school athletes out on the field on the seven and seven games are like valuable and who we can basically watch for and look for to get into college and more colleges looking after them. You know, some of my favorite SEC schools to watch coming out of the first round of recruiting wars would be Ole Miss and Mississippi State. I know, William, you like that Ole Miss thing, but um, they both hire new coaches, um, Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin. I mean, it'll be fun to watch them because they've both proven at their last colleges as well as their new colleges now, I mean, to find the gyms and the hidden athletes across the country and to bring them into a program and make a difference. Running back from Carver High School, Joe Quavius is looking to go to Mississippi State, so that'll be definitely something to look for this college season, especially coming from Georgia as well as plenty other athletes. If you look at the, the coaches in the SEC West and in the SEC in general, it's a reality TV show. <laughs> That's what yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, yeah we that. were talking about, I mean, Lane Kiffin, uh, Mike Leach, Nick Saban, Gus Ed Orgeron. I mean, I don't know if we've talked about this before on the show, but I'm just saying we need to we need to figure out a way to throw a bunch of money on every single one of them and get them on a reality TV show at the beach. <laughs> I want I want to see it. I want to see it happen. Greg awesome. Sankey, make it happen. Okay. Yeah. Nothing makes college football more exciting than the actual athletes, though, you know, bringing their game into the sport. So when we talk about that and we realize how many of these athletes are coming out of our state and out of our high schools, the student-athlete grind is just not respected enough, you know? I just think that's a great thing to be in the state of Georgia and have so many athletes going out there and kind of showing where they came from. Speaking of student-athletes, I mean, I, I agree. I don't think that gets enough respect. No, I mean, the grind that we have to go through, 6.30 workouts, you stay until 8 for practice. Mm -hmm. And I mean, football, bas football, basketball, cheerleading, I mean, anything, any sport. But you know, what's even more impressive is that some of these recruits go on and some of these athletes go on and leave and graduate high school early, which means that they're prepared for the next level and they can take onto their college program earlier, like almost a whole semester. I mean, most students even graduate in their class it just goes really far for those that are out there grinding for their goals and their dreams to see a lot of the top recruits across the country come out and stay and just be that more prepared than the other athletes and just to get there and graduate early. Yeah, I mean, and, and that shows that they're willing to grind for their dream. They're willing to take summer classes. They're willing to take online classes like that. And they're willing to work for that dream like that. You're listening to Keep It 100 Sports. I'm William. He's Jacob. She's Ellie. Yeah, and if you like what she's talking about, you know, she's she obviously is very well versed in this topic. Follow her on social media. Yeah, um, my Instagram's Ellie underscore May underscore and Snapchat Ellie May underscore W. Yeah, well, thank you for coming on. Good job. Thank you. All right, to finish off, Jacob, 
with the question of the day you've been struggling recently. I got the last one right. After the second try. So I'll I'll say it again. The Pelicans sent Brandon Ingram to the All-Star game this year. Who is the last Pelican player not named Anthony Davis to be an All-Star? Was it A, Chris Paul, B, DeMarcus Cousins, C, Drew Holiday, or D, Jamal Ashburn? 30 seconds. DeMarcus Cousins. That would be correct. Yeah. How about that? Get your Pelicans gear. Let's go. And where is he now? Oh, he's on the Lakers. Lakers. He's hurt he's on the hurt. Lakers. He's hurt. He's always uh, hurt. Yeah. <laughs> my dad, me and my dad talk so much crap about DeMarcus Cousins. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's all we have for you today, guys. Thanks for keeping... Oh, <laughs> thanks for thanks for keeping it 100. Oh, thanks, like for it 100. Oh, thanks for keeping it 100. Thanks for keeping it 100. I'm Ellie Mae Williamson. I'm William Reed, and I'm Jacob Cowart.